Breaking up is hard to do. Finally, he told me that he wasn't ready to get married. The day before. We were supposed to get married. And when a breakup sounds more like true crime than a true love story, they come on The Breakup Breakdown to talk about it. We cover everything from lies. Took me years to figure out what happened. The lies not having cancer. To cheating. His hand was up her skirt. And everything in between. I can't do this crazy thruple thing. Hear the latest gossip from the couples you've never heard of. Drama after drama after drama. We break down this week's breakup only on the Breakup Breakdown podcast. The Bird Show. Now, for those that don't know what a canon event is, Abby, can you explain, please? A canon event is a key event that happens in your life that makes you who you are. So the generic example that I always give is like when you're going off to college, but you still have that boyfriend from back home and you don't know if you're supposed to break up with them or not. And then you decide not to break up with them. People consider that a canon event because it's a common thing that everybody goes through, but it's something that's going to build some character for sure in terms of heartbreak. So it's different than milestones, like milestones would be like getting your driver's license, um, you know, things, things of that nature, graduating from college. A canon event, like you said, ends up kind of developing who you are from a personality character standpoint. Yeah, and on TikTok, people were joking like, oh, I'm seeing a girl go off to college but holding hands with her boyfriend she's been with for two years, but I can't interfere. It's a canon event. So it's something that might not feel good in the moment, but everybody knows it's something you have to go through so that you have those lessons for the rest of your life. Got it. Okay. All right, so what happened um, with, because I know you were out of town this past weekend hanging out with a bunch of friends, and apparently um, you all discovered a, a new canon event? A canon event that I think we all went through. So I went on a trip with a bunch of people I had just met or had recently met, and there was one topic of conversation that really brought us all together. We were like, oh my God, this was all of ours canon events. Mm -hmm. So I have a friend here who was kind enough to invite me on her annual friends trip to the mountains. We went up to Pigeon Forge slash Gatlinburg, which was a really good time. They go somewhere new every year. um, But this year we we went to Myrtle Beach in the mountains, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. (laughs) And let me tell you, Pigeon Forge is literally a fever dream. I remember we were (laughs) driving down the road at one point and I'm looking to my right and there's like a fake Eiffel Tower with King Kong scaling it, but it's next to a wizard's castle that sells sweatshirts and shot glasses. And that's just on the road down to the winery. So like you're you're like, how how many moonshine shots did we take on this road? <laughs> but it's really just that crazy. And so when we finally got down to like Gatlinburg and stuff, you know, th- there's so many things you can do. You can like taste wine and, and do moonshine tasting. It's, it's a really cool and, and fun place to go. And it is the cheapest I've ever gotten drunk since college. <laughs> you, so they, it has like this main strip down in Gatlinburg and every single gift shop, you can do either a wine moonshine or a whiskey tasting and they're five bucks and you get like seven shots. And so you leave just absolutely shmammered. So after we did a couple of, of uh, whiskey tasting one night in uh, Gatlinburg, all, all the people were like, why don't we go back, make some dinner and hang out because we have been out since 11 just doing moonshine tasting. So we all hop in the car and we head back to the cabin. And you know, when, when girls get a little tipsy, we get a little emotional, we get a little sentimental. Depending on what you drink. I know for me, and they say that's not true, like that's not a thing, but I firmly believe that it is. Like if I drink certain things, I know I'm probably more than likely going to be more emotional. So like I'm okay on wine, but um, if, if, if I drink hard liquor, then I'm going to be like in my feels about some stuff. Really? Yeah. For me, white wine. Yeah. I, I don't drink it anymore at all because I'll just 
instantly cry no matter how much I have. <laughs> but if I want a good time, we're going with coconut rum. Whoa, That'll hide me up. I just, I have a different drink for different situations depending on how I want to feel. So, yeah, I've heard they say it's not true, but it is. Yeah, I don't even think that's a woman thing because if I drink wine, I, it makes me emotional. Yeah. I don't know why. I stay away from wine for that reason. Yeah, wine for the whining. And it's weird how it affects everybody else because... Everyone, like, growing up always would joke about how tequila makes people's clothes fall off. For me, tequila is my mo- If I want, know I want to have a stable night and not get too crazy, I always drink tequila. Same. But I know if I have a little bit too much white wine, I'm going to trip up the stairs and bruise my kneecap and wobble <laughs> for the next week, which I'm not speaking from personal experience from this weekend. But anyway, we were all in our fields because we just had a crock pot of alcohol in our system because we had done moonshine and whiskey and sugary wine. And we're all kind of in our fields. And it was the second night of the weekend. And and so we'd all gotten, you know, somewhat close by the by the end of this weekend. And um, we decided to go upstairs and pull out this card game called We're Not Really Strangers. And if you've never heard of it, it's this really cool game where every card has a different intentional question on it. So it's things that make you think about your past and the things that you've gone through in your canon events, if you will. And it's a really great way to get to know people because it kind of forces people to open up because most people aren't going to just volunteer vulnerable information. Abby, I'm sorry to tell you, I think you did a therapy session drunk. That's what that sounds <laughs> like. really what it was. <laughs> so we're all like in this bunk room and we're all just like kumbaya up and pulling out these different cards with these different questions on it. And finally it got around to me and the little siren in the back of my head goes, oh no, vulnerability, stop. And then somebody <laughs> asked me a question and I forget what the question was, but I do remember my answer because it opened up this whole discussion with all these women about something we've collectively gone through. And my th- the question was something along the lines of like, what's something that you think about often? And I was talking about something that I was talking about in my actual therapy sessions about um, friendship breakups. And I, I was talking about how, you know, I haven't really had like a big romantic breakup trauma, but I've had a lot of friendship breakups and I've had a lot of friendships that have deeply impacted me in in really challenging ways. And every single girl goes through, said, oh my God, I, I, I had a, a bad breakup in high school with one dude, but like, oh my God, my best friend breakup destroyed me. And for the rest of the night, I mean, we were probably up there for like two or three hours. Every single girl just gave an account of this canon event of losing either one or multiple of their best friends. And that was really healing for me because it's something I'm going through right now. And it's something that can make you feel very isolating because A, you've lost somebody in your life. And so you're feeling the loss of that person. But also it's it makes you feel like, is there something wrong with me that, you know, I, I lose people throughout my life. And it was very comforting to hear that this is something that a lot of women go through and a lot of women experience. And it was something that made us all feel a little closer, which was nice. Oh, yeah, that, I, I do. I believe that is a true canon event. And that would um, define how you that would define how you interact with friends in the future and how you create friendships in the future. Yeah, because I told them that because I was like, listen, I, I was a little nervous coming here because it, it, it's a group that's known each other for years. I mean, they have been going on this annual trip year after year after year since college. And it's probably about seven girls and seven guys. Some of them are coupled up. Some of them are, are singles. And I admitted, I was like, I had a little bit of social anxiety coming here because I have some friendship trauma and, you know, you're all like these really cool girls and it makes me nervous to be around new people because I have this deep fear 
of rejection. And the fact that you guys have just welcomed me has made me feel so like it healed a little bit of a bit of me. That's awesome. I, I wonder genuinely how you felt after it was all done and you got all that vulnerability out. Because I know for me, that game would have been a nightmare. Like, <laughs> you're like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm worn out. I'm going to bed. I don't want to see any of you again. <laughs> like when you get the vulnerability hangover. Yes. Oh, yes. you're like, oh, God, what did I just talk about? No, can I be honest with you? And I hate to be, this makes me sound like I'm some like trashy alcoholic, but we were so drunk that night that I didn't have time to even overthink it because we were mm. all just we, the good time continued so after we had a little cry session upstairs and we put away the therapy game <laughs> like we went downstairs and we had other things we had to do so I mean we continued to drink more and we were playing games we you know we could take quiplash which by the way I'm very good at and it, it, the rest of the night was so fun and it made it more enjoyable because I felt like oh now we're like cool now we're like pals so it showed that, you know, sometimes when you open up a little bit and, and and you are a bit vulnerable, sometimes people aren't going to squash it. And sometimes people will welcome you more in when you open up. So that was a good mm. thing for me. That's good. The Burt Show.